0: This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, this podcast, trading capital versus working capital, extends the logic begun in my previous podcast to give us a new powerful analytical tool In the previous podcast, negative working capital is not negative. I explained that negative working capital is only negative because there is a current asset missing from the balance sheet. The missing asset is CPFA, the current portion of fixed assets, first announced in the Journal of Accountancy in April 2012. CPFA is the logical counterpart to CPLTD, the current portion of long-term debt. Both are current accounts, but unlike other current accounts, these two are derived from long-term accounts. The familiar CPLTD is the portion of long-term debt that must be paid in the current period. CPFA is the portion of fixed assets that will be used up, depreciated, in the current period. When working capital includes the current asset CPFA, it offsets the current liability CPLTD, turning negative working capital into a positive. That was the solution explained in the previous podcast. We now consider an alternative. Leave CPFA out, but also leave out CPLTD. Removing the influence of these two long-term accounts gives us a new measure of liquidity. Trading capital, defined as trading assets minus trading liabilities. The, The advantage of this approach is that it ties in nicely with other tools that we use to analyze how a company, quote, manages its working capital, unquote. The cash conversion cycle traces cash flow beginning with accounts payable financing inventory, which is sold and converted into accounts receivable, then into cash which then repays the bank line which was drawn on earlier to pay accounts payable. All of these are trading accounts. Similarly, when we determine how much a revolving credit line we should grant, we calculate a borrowing base based on the quality of trading assets, accounts receivable and inventory. Notice, in neither of these tools, the cash conversion cycle the borrowing-based calculation, will you find the long-term accounts, CPLTD or CPFA? That's good, because although CPFA and CPLTD are current accounts, they are not part of the trading cycle. Think back. If you're a commercial lender, you may have seen cases where the borrowing-based calculation justifies a revolving credit line For a company that reports a negative working capital? Entirely possible. The borrowing base calculation is correct. The old calculation for working capital was flawed. The conflict is resolved either by adding CPFA, the current portion of fixed assets, to correct the calculation of working capital, or by removing CPLTD to calculate trading capital. Working capital and trading capital now give us two tiers of liquidity and a greater insight than we ever had before. To illustrate, let's look at the extreme case. AT&T reports a large negative working capital. When CPFA is included as a current asset, working capital becomes positive. However, when we remove CPFA and CPLTD from the calculation, We find that AT&T has a negative trading capital. Is negative trading capital the new red flag signaling illiquidity? To begin with, AT&T does not have to pay its short-term creditors as long as the creditors continue to roll over their credits. There's no cash out. Debt replaces debt. This is still a financial risk because the creditors might tighten up on terms and not roll over the short-term credit in which case there would be net cash out. AT&T has a couple of options. In trading, its trading cycle is weak. Indeed, it's negative. But AT&T is heavily invested in fixed assets, substantially financed by equity, with relatively low long-term debt. Consequently, the current portion of fixed assets is a much larger number than the current portion of long-term debt. When these two accounts are included in the working capital formula, working capital is very strong, even when trading capital is negative. That's the math. This is the explanation. AT&T's fixed assets contribute to revenue far in excess of what is needed to cover long-term debt. So, the excess can be used to compensate the weak cash flow in the short-term trading cycle. But that is only a short-term solution. It is not sustainable over the long run because it reduces fixed assets. The best solution is to refinance some of its short-term debt as long-term debt. This restructures the liabilities to properly match the maturity of liabilities to the expected life of the assets. AT&T's negative trading capital signals a violation of the old lender's paradigm. Short-term debt finances short-term assets, long-term debt finances fixed assets. To conclude, the discovery of CPFA, the current portion of fixed assets, gives us two tiers of liquidity, including the influence of the long-term accounts CPFA and CPLTD, In the calculation of working capital, gives us a correct inclusive view of liquidity, while excluding both of them allows us to focus narrowly on the trading cycle. I hope you enjoyed this. The complete framework for analyzing cash flow in natural sustainable cycles is detailed in the book Cash Flow 3.0 on Amazon. Questions? Comments? I welcome your thoughts. Visit me at www.sme-lending.com. SME SME stands for Small and Medium Enterprises. Again, sme-lending.com. Thank you.